Okay, so what we're going to do, right, as I say, the first, the first portion of the evening is, is an interview portion, and I'm going to bring up somebody that maybe, maybe you have, haven't actually seen on stage an awful lot, because she only recently got herself uh, onto the stage and started doing comedy, but she's been in the industry for a very long time, writing for TV shows, uh, she's written jokes for Nick Rabinovitz, you didn't think he wrote those himself, um, he, she, uh, she's won awards for her comedy writing, and as I say, she's, uh, she's really smart, really great, and I think you're going to love her. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome up Gilly Apter. Hello. 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 Good evening, Gilly. Hello. Hey, Warren. How's it? Nice know, to look at that. The run into you. It's unbelievable. That's right. Okay, good. Let's, let's start with the fact that uh, you have a golden horn. That is a weird sentence to say to somebody yeah, who doesn't know, know that, that that's, what, that like, that's a SAFTA award. Is that uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. And you have that for comedy writing. Yeah. Good. For no, ZN News. You're very casual about like winning awards. That's amazing. Well, I didn't win that award alone. No, but yeah. I would tell people that you won it alone if I were yeah, you. But I should have just said that I did. It's yeah. Because like, no, I'm, I'm pretty arrogant about anything. Like I got nominated for an award once and that's been on my CV like fucking ever since. <laughs> Uh, uh, about a hundred people oh, voted me the best comedian in Johannesburg, and I put it on my fucking poster. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm. Are they your cousins? Um, that people very likely were related to me because uh, it was my wife who asked people to vote for me. So, my wife. <laughs> so your wife. So you know, but it's on my fucking poster now. I like, see that's, it. It's that's official. The way I am. If it's printed, it's official. That's right. It must be but true. That, but that's the way I am. So if I had a golden horn for ZA News, I would tell everyone. Like I, that would be written. I mean, I put it on Facebook. Is that not enough? Not really. Nobody reads Facebook anymore. They probably muted you at some point. I don't. <laughs> so you what? So you wanted for ZA News, right? Like yeah. You want, so ZA News. Anybody read ZA News? Anybody know? Oh what no, that so thing yeah. Is? And actually, for those who can't. Okay. Oh, so there's two shows yeah, that you yeah. you could have won awards for. No, definitely those who can't. Actually, now I'm not remembering if there was one for ZA News. Okay, well, Those Who Can't is a TV show about. But that teachers. one was nominated, huh? Okay. Huh? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Those Who Can't is a TV show about... It's a South African sitcom, and it, it's, it stands out in South African sitcoms because it actually made me laugh, which is, which is a very rare thing. As Unbelievable. Well, like a, no, I mean, it really did. It really, it really did. It, and who writes on it? It's you, it's Tom Eaton. Is that right? It's me, uh, Zoe, Arthur. Um, and now, now it's going to be bad because I can't remember the other names of the people. Okay. Yeah, but you, you, you're a writer. You're but a me and Zoe Arthur, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's okay. That's okay. Stuff that's all fine. those other people. I, just remember the woman. For some reason, I thought Tom Eaton was involved in that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Wow, you've also, you got... know why? Because sometimes you're in a writing room and not necessarily everyone comes to the writing room. Okay. Sometimes you're there on different days and then people go home and write their episodes of a show alone at home. So you sometimes don't even ever meet the other people working on the show. Okay. Yeah. 
No, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, why would Tom Eaton hang around with why? you guys? Why would Tom Eaton yeah. do that? He's <laughs> got to post Wait. stuff on his Twitter account. He does not have time to That's be right. in the real world. That's right. But now, you, you, you're not the kind of laid-back, lazy kind of a writer. Like, you, you are a director as well. You've directed commercials and, and stuff before. Um, one of the stories I remember you telling me was uh, one of your very first projects. I think you may even have been a student. was when you directed a film about stand-up comedy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I remember this... I remember this the other day. I've been doing stand-up for about a year and a half now. And then I, re- I suddenly remembered that when I was in second year at film school, which was in 2002. Okay. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember. Most of your class were so high on drugs, they don't. <laughs> in 2002, I made a film called Stand Up, and it was about a bad stand-up comic. So autobiographical. <laughs> You know, it's very real for me, that. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, it was about a, stand-up, a bad stand-up comic, and it, was, it starred Tapela Mokwena, and he, he was at film school. He was in my year at the time. And we had this scene. We shot it at the underground in Melville. And the only thing I remember, and I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. it well, the only thing I remember is that there's a scene where he's naked on stage. Because okay. in my head it was like, he, he's supposed to imagine the audience naked, but then okay. he, he got fucked that up as well. And then he was naked. Okay. That's all I remember from the film. Did you film it at an actual comedy night there, or did you, no. you kind of... No, oh. no, no. So you just took... We got extras, and, and okay. like they were probably just homeless Because I think, I mean, the, the Comedy Underground was, was that kind of venue. I think they would have appreciated a naked actor like, yes. on stage. I think it would have been that. I day. think that would have been dangerous for the yeah. cast member. So now, so, so what you're saying is essentially you were obsessed with stand-up comedy even kind of back then. Yeah, maybe. sure, sure. Always obsessed with comedy. I've never, I've never, I don't write anything else. I don't know how to write anything else. Okay. I did try, I, I remember at film school, I started to try to write a drama, but they, it just turned out funny. I don't know. That happened to me in a creative writing course at, at Varsity at, uh, at Vits. I tried to write something that was like heavy drama. And as I read it out to the rest of the class, people <laughs> laughed. <laughs> <laughs> like it hurts at the time. And then you were like, "No, I meant to do that. <laughs> like, I meant to do that. That's yeah. I'm a, no, it, I'm a comedy hurt, writer. That's yeah, what I do. It, yeah. It hurt pretty badly. I'll be honest. I don't think I went to the next three classes. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but it's okay. Look, it's worked out just fine. Yeah. I mean, look at us now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all you know. I mean, it's rock star up in here. Um, it's crazy. Okay, so I, I do this thing. See I what the this. what the people who are listening to the podcast yeah. don't know is just how many people are in this room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now they know. <laughs> yeah, now they know. Yeah, exactly how many people. Um, yeah. I, do, I do this thing every week where I, I do what I call first date questions, which are the questions I like to ask I go on, on a, a lot of first date. dates. So I'm prepared for this. <laughs> Not a lot of second ones, right? <laughs> That's a... Yeah, second is, whoo, you get to get to second. <laughs> the questions you have to ask on the first, shit. Well, yeah, so now, now we'll, see, we'll see quite clearly whether, okay. whether we would make it to a second date. Because okay. um, okay. I get my date questions off of Yahoo questions. It's, uh, I it's wish quite that a, happened on dates. It would be so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, so do midgets have night vision? <laughs> do midgets have night vision? Why? Why do they need night vision? I, I, don't, I don't know why anybody would write that on the Yahoo questions though, right? But there are 11 different answers. I thought you were going to say 11. Like I thought you were going to say there's 11 different midgets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there are 11 people who are out there debating right now on the internet whether midgets have night vision. I feel like that's, um, 
discriminating against uh, people with night vision. The, the, the thing that I thought was so amazing about that question is clearly there was a story behind why someone would want to write that. Like maybe they were having sex and then a midget was like looking through the window <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, like, what, can this, did this midget see anything? I don't <laughs> like think so. This, I think it was midgets that have perpetuated that notion. Right. You know, just to have a superpower that... You, you think midgets want people to think that they're superpowers? Yes, absolutely. Like, stop kicking me, I can see you in the dark. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not sure that works. Like, that's I'm going pretty... to go with no. Yeah, okay. okay. You know? right. Yeah. Well, what do you know? Seven people on the internet think they do, so... <laughs> I can't compete with that. I can't compete with that. Yeah, all right. So, I mean, on that, on that you know, kind of keeping with the theme, uh, what is the worst superpower... The worst, superpower yeah, the worst superpower is flight. Really? Why? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Because uh, there's a flight is like people want to fly and I don't get it at all. Like, whenever I ask anyone, like, would you, you know, all, especially men, men want to fly. That's their one superpower that they go for. That's the go-to, right? But I don't see the point. Like, if I'm going to fly, then, like, is it going to be cold? Can I take luggage? <laughs> do I go? I have to go alone all the time. What do you do? You fucking ah oh, yeah, I'm gonna go to Paris, but then like you go, you're alone. You get there and you're alone. I mean, and I can't bring any clothes. I, I get it. I understand. My, you know what my hair would look like by the time I got there. It's just, <laughs> it's impract. It's an impractical superpower. It's not okay. like you know what I mean. I, c- I can tell you don't go on a lot of second dates though because <laughs> your answer, your answer there was like men. They all want to. They all want to fly, right? <laughs> And I like to bring the them back answer, down to earth. So that, that's the answer that men give to women on first dates. Uh, Later on, they'll admit, I, li- I want to be naked. Like, I want to be, be invisible and I want to be able man. to see... Yeah, I want to be invisible so I can go into ladies' change rooms yes. and see the naked ladies. That's what men really want. That's the, like, that's the superpower. That's actually, fair. But they're lying to you. Fair. Like, I bet you think men really find pornography very funny rather than <laughs> exciting. Yeah, they always tell me that, um, you know, they yeah. don't go to the Grand to see naked women. They go they there go for, for, the buffet. The, for the buffet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've always believed them, you know. Yeah, some people actually, I actually believe. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> uh, this one is important. Why does steam come out of my vagina? <laughs> uh, that's a that's a multi-level question. Let's deal with why you have a vagina, Warren. <laughs> Let's deal with that first. Look, don't don't you gender stereotype me. Let's just deal with Fair. the question. Fair. Say that again. Why? Why does steam come out of my vagina? Um, why does steam come out of your vagina? Well, my mom is so proud of me, guys. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe how proud she is. I mean, maybe because... <laughs> you, I mean, I'm you, just stunned. I'm just stunned by the... Because there's such a... There's a fundamental problem with the question, you know. 34 answers on Yahoo Questions. 34 why suggestions steam, why steam... This, I, I just want to mention that this has never happened to me. As, as you never noticed? Bash, just who's had steam come out of their vagina? Anyone? <laughs> you, sir? No, one's, no yeah. one's putting up their hand. No one. So then this is an important question. If yeah, this person on the internet has steam coming out of their vagina, they're going to want to know an answer if that's a non, not a normal thing I feel like if you have steam coming out of your, your vagina, you probably have a superpower that you, and you don't know what it is. <laughs> Like, I feel like that person should tell us all yeah. the benefits of having steam come out of their vagina. Because it's not, you know. Look, I mean, it's probably warm in there. You could probably cook a chicken. Maybe you could give yourself <laughs> facials. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah. You'd have to be really bendy, though. I'm just I'm very practical. You know, I want to, you know, <laughs> you to use it for something. You like know? just drape a towel over your vagina or and you, your face. Or you start a beauty salon and you give other people facials. <laughs> with not, a happy beginning. Look, I'd like to say I wouldn't pay for that, but I think I would. Okay, like, I, think I think you would too. That. I think so. I think that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so we talked about your, your first, your kind of your stand-up film. But another film I'm quite interested in is your graduation film. is also related. Like, oh, yeah. yes. I, I made, when I was, my graduation film was a mockumentary. You know, at the time, like, The Office was very popular. Yeah. So I was obsessed with mockumentaries. And I made this mockumentary. It was called SAX. And it was, the point of it was that it was 10 years post the end of apartheid. And it was a mockumentary about, like, how young people were sort of making their way in the world at the time. And I had... Uh, like guest appearances at the time from um, David Kibuka and Kahiso Ledicha and Joey Razdin. I just had them doing random shit like Kahiso and David were playing golf. It was like all like weird scenarios, like little vignettes of people doing all kinds of weird shit and talking about how they felt about the new so How did, how did you make those guys do that? Did you pay them? What was I, I, the... To this day, I have no idea how I did that. Okay. Because like, now I know them. I don't know how I did that then. Yeah. What but year? I mean, what year was this? Two thousand four. Well, a lot of those guys. I'm not going to say names, but were quite high at the time. Yeah, maybe that's how like, I got maybe them. Maybe that's to what do it was. Maybe no, I, but I think they liked the script. I think okay. they liked the concept. It was funny. Okay. And they and it was, it was funny and it was cool. Yeah, it was a cool thing to do. Did you have you worked with them since then? I mean, apart from the stand up that you've done now. Um. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit with Joey. In fact, I saw Joey today. He was on our show. Yeah. I thought Joey just played golf. I didn't realize he actually got out. I, yeah, I started his golf career, so now he has to help me with my comedy career. Okay, know? good, good, good. I have more very important first date questions. Okay. Uh, I'm ready. Do you believe in ghosts? Um, do I believe in ghosts? No, I don't believe in ghosts because there's enough uh, like weird human people. <laughs> I don't have time for. Now spirits. Now I'm going to deal with spirits. Because the humans in the world are weird enough. Yeah, the thing that bothers me about the whole concept of ghosts is they always come from a really specific period of history. Like there's no, you know, all the buildings that are haunted are from like 1900 or 1800 or, you know, like if you you look at South African buildings that are like in Johannesburg that are supposedly haunted, they're all the ones in like Parktown or whatever. There's no four ways like, you know, like you'd think Oscar Pistorius' house would be haunted. Like you think that... You know, but it is, it, as far as I know, it isn't. As far as I know. I'm Jewish. I don't know. The concept of ghosts in, uh, in Judaism is. Uh, Do Jews not obscure. believe in ghosts? Is that like specifically in, in all the <laughs> religious documents? No, all like, also, our ghosts are like slaves, you know, and like, okay. you know, uh, victims of, uh, of genocide. So they're very depressing. Oh, jeez. Really, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's tough. This got heavy quickly. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> Have you ever done a murder? Have I ever committed a murder yeah, or, no, or have you been done the a victim murder? of one? Have you ever done a have murder? Ever That's very, a the murder? wording is very specific here. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever done a murder? I've, I've never done a murder. Shit. I've never done a murder, but I'd if, like if to try. If you had, though. If you I'd had, like to though. try. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, if you had done a murder, yeah. this podcast, everyone would listen to it. They'd be like, that's the f- chick yeah. who admitted she did a murder. In the case, in the court case, yeah. I'd have, you know. Yeah, you'd be fucked. Yeah. That would be it. No. Like, They'd be they in this yeah. yeah they, this would be exhibit A this podcast. So, so have you ever have you ever accidentally killed someone? Um, and not then maybe that I know about. Away. Not that oh. I know about. Okay. I'd like to think yeah. that I have. 
I, I once hit a guy with my car. Did you? Yeah, and then, I mean, he was running in the road. I, well, you know. I mean, kind of mean. So, come on, uh, come on. so obviously I put my foot flat in the accelerator. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you don't and look the, back. The thing is, people are always like, do you feel bad? Because I don't know whether he died, right? Like, I know, I know the paramedics came and they picked him up and they put him in the thing, but I don't know what, I don't know what happened to him after How that. How long like, did you wait that you knew that the paramedics came and put them in the thing? Because I, I was Did I was you hanging go around. behind a hill and like... See, his shoes came off and I wanted to steal them. And, um, Fair. No, but the thing is, people say to me, they say to me, like, do you feel bad about that? And I don't, because, like, I believe in karma, and I think the bad things happen to bad people. So, so like, he was clearly a bad man, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I often, I actually, I often think about, uh, like, if I'm on the road, and, uh, and I, you know, every now and again, you're like, whatever, you fuck up on the road, you cut somebody off. Because yeah. we always used to being the victim of, like, people cutting us off and that. Sometimes you cut somebody off. Like, sometimes... Uh, uh, like I'll cut off a taxi or something, not on purpose. Sometimes I do it on purpose. But sometimes I do it accidentally and then I, you know, I feel bad oh, that I cut them off. And then I think, no, I don't feel bad. They probably did something to deserve it at some yeah, point. Yeah. Well, you know that's exactly I mean? it. That's, Earlier that's... or later, they're gonna, they either did something to deserve it that day or they will. That's right. That's, that's right. right. No, I mean, I knew this guy I hit with my car was, was, he was a bad man because... Because, because you hit him. By virtue yeah, well, of first I hit, hit him, him and that obviously he was bad. Yeah. And then I stole his wallet. What a fucking terrible person he must be to have that happen. Like... You get hit with a car and then have your wallet stolen. This is basically the just us day. talking about all our crimes, which is yes, not yes. So that's and that's reco- recording them. We're the worst <laughs> criminals that ever lived. The police weren't very enthusiastic about arresting me, though. They did phone me. They were like, "Ah, uh, can you come?" And then I was like, "No." And then they just didn't phone me again. <laughs> so I assume he lived. Like I think they would have been more enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they would yeah. have pursued. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe police are really casual. If you're police, write in and tell me on uh, I saw, I saw <laughs> if two I'm wanted. I saw, like. I saw two policemen having lunch at Tasha's yesterday. All right. You know how they made that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because well. those guys aren't well paid. No, they were having lunch at Tasha's with a, like two or three other people. And I was like... I thought Tasha's was only, like exclusively old Jewish ladies. I thought that was well, so only some like, young Jewish ladies as well. Oh, what you're saying is you. You were there. <laughs> like, good. Okay, yeah. so you've, you've written stand-up for Nick Rabinovitz. Mm. Uh, does that mean that you've like, written a show for him or you've kind of contributed yeah, jokes? Yeah, he's basically a human puppet and I just write okay. everything that comes out of his mouth. Is, is like now, if he's just talking to his wife, he has right to check now, the script right you now. gave him. Yes. He says yeah. he's talking to his children. That's all, the, that's all my, me. Okay. Yeah. No, but I mean, I'm serious. Like, did you write a show or did um, you, yes, did you I, write, I, contribute I write jokes? I on his shows. Okay. So, okay. and it's never like, it's, it's very rare that it will be like me writing something in its entirety. It's always him and his content that I then write on okay. and contribute to. And sometimes okay. we'll sit together and work it out. Yeah. Because yeah. I've, I've always thought, and this is maybe judgy, but I've always thought the difference between, for example, an actor and a comedian is that comedian writes their own material and an actor perform somebody else's stuff. But yes, this but is that's not, why this is not it's not purely performing somebody else's stuff. Yeah. So it's him, he writes everything. Right. And then it's almost like punching up. Okay. And, and, and the time when it works best is when we're sitting in a room together and just... Talking. You know, working the gags out back and forth. Yeah. So it's not, it, the, the impulse is all his. Do you think there are a lot of comedians that, that hire writers in South Africa? In South Africa? I don't know. Because I, so. I, I can't afford to hire writers. I've just got to get drunk. Like that's, that's what I happens. mean, Nick does a show every year. He does yeah. like a th- two, three-week run at the Baxter okay. every year. So it's a lot of content to produce. Yeah, yeah, you know? that is. Yeah. 
That is, that is quite, a, quite a bit. Does my cat know that I'm masturbating? I mean, does it know? Like if it sees Definitely me? it knows. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no question. Do you th- but uh, like, like, I don't know if, if this has happened to anybody else, but... Um, who's got like a cat? Who's got a cat? Who's, who's got like a cat or a dog or something? Like, okay. have, have, can, do you feel comfortable like doing the sex stuff in front of your pets? Like, as I... You're <laughs> getting a very happily Cause, excited cause nodding I, face. I can't do that. I feel like I'd be disappointing them. Like, I feel, <laughs> I feel like they'd be watching me, they'd be watching me, and then they'd be thinking, I could do that better. Why is he alpha dog? Like, what is that like? But you know how cats are. Cats are like... Whatever. Yeah. You know? Good. They, they know you are, and they don't give a fuck, like everything else. Good, okay. You, um... So now, we, we started off this podcast, and, and a really good thing to do in comedy is to end where you started something off. So as a kind of a last thing, you, we started off this podcast talking about ZA News, mm-hmm. and that's, uh, that's an interesting show, because it's, uh, it's kind of like spitting image from, uh, yeah. from Britain in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, it's all puppets. It's all kind of political stuff. Um, is, it an interesting, is it as interesting to work there as it, as it seems like it must be? Yeah, it is. But I mean, it depends. Like, I, I've written, they are in Cape Town. Okay. So I've written in a vacuum a lot of the time. Okay. I write, and then I submit. Um, I, and when I'm there, I go visit them and we okay. chat or whatever. But, um, but it is fun, yeah, and it's free and it's open. And what's great about it is like it's the one show in this country where you can say anything. I mean, it's in the realm of what the characters are saying, right? But, right. but you can say anything. There's no censorship on what you're saying. And it's very enjoyable because you're doing it about politicians who you – who are exactly the people you can't berate on every other channel. Right. Right, or on our national broadcaster. So if it's... it's our, our politicians have got a lot of respect for puppets, though. It's weird. And I think it's Chester Missing's, like, in Conrad Clark's fault. Like, they, they've started to, like, seriously take whatever puppets are saying uh, quite seriously. Um, I know you've got a... You've met Helen Zilla doing this uh, thing. Oh, yeah, we did an episode. We did... A few years ago, we did a thing where we bought... We brought the person and the puppet together in one scene. Okay. So we did a scene with, that I wrote with Helen Zilla and her puppet. And they're at the makeup So Muzi Maimani. Yes! <laughs> Nailed yes! it. Nailed Boom! It. Look at the topical jokes. Political jokes. <laughs> anyway. Amazing. Right, sorry. Apologies for that. Um, so we did uh, Helen Zilla and her actual puppet sitting together. Okay. Talking the to puppet each other. of Helen and the puppet, and it's weird because there's obviously there's the puppet, but then there's the person who's doing the voice for the puppet. I think it was Nick okay. actually doing the voice of the puppet talking to Hela, Helen Zilla, and they're doing a scene together. Okay, and it was very funny. I mean, just to watch her be in that scene, and it was about Botox. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> Nick does a pretty good Helen Zilla yeah, voice. Yeah. It's that uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. kind of I smoke far too much dacha. <laughs> like I think she does smoke quite a lot of dacha. When we recorded this, she just got herself in massive trouble on Twitter again. Um, good, but ladies and gentlemen, Gilly Apter. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, thanks.